I believe what I, what I would like people to know is that uh, this industry is a lot, uh, but it's also really welcoming. I, I, I enjoy, if I am, if I am uh, still here 11 years uh, le uh, after, it's because I have encountered so many people that are passionate about their, uh, their job, uh, whether it be in, uh, in the field, in Martinique, uh, working with a sugar cane, mm -hmm. or in a bar, uh, working with cocktails. I'm just talking with people who love what they do, and uh, if you want to, if you want to, to live in this, to, to work in this kind of environment, uh, that's the way to go. Welcome to So This One Shift, a conversational series brought to you by Decoding Cocktails, featuring people from around the drinks and hospitality industry, sharing stories with a friend, colleague or acquaintance. With any luck, we'll get to listen in on some hilarious and heartwarming tales, along with the moments that shape our lives and work. Learn more about the show, our guests, how to submit your own conversation, and subscribe at SoThisOneShift.com. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of So This One Shift. I am Chris LeBeau. Today you're going to get to hear from two colleagues who work a continent apart. Uh, Audrey Brisson is the global marketing director for Spearbomb and uh, is uh, works for the company out of their Paris office where Nick is uh, their Southern California market manager. And uh, Audrey not only hails from Martinique, but has been with the company for 11 years, whereas Nick uh, has been with the company for a little bit over two. And so you'll get to hear them get to know each other a little bit. When it comes to Audrey, we'll certainly get to hear her perspective what it's like to work for a company that so iconically represents a place that she calls home and what that means to her and what drew Nick to want to work for the company in the first place. You'll get to hear Nick talk a little bit about what it was like to visit the island and Audrey kind of imagine that shared experience with them. Uh, they both had some fun stories about uh, uh, fun nights out and Nick's was a, a very, very topical story, which was uh, fun to hear in that regard. Um, and of course, as you can probably pick up by now, when you host a podcast in a rum suite, uh, a lot of the podcast conversations end up being very rum-centric. Uh, but it was fun to hear them uh, learn more about each other and talk about their, their own journeys. And so I hope you enjoy this conversation with Audrey and Nick. Well, good morning, Audrey. Welcome to New Orleans, to the United States of America. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> I know you've been here many times, but have you ever been to New Orleans before? Actually, before Tales, no, but uh, but I believe it's my uh, fifth or sixth Tales. So, oh. it's, so I've been here quite a quite a lot. Well, more more than I have, that's for sure. Uh, yes, my my first time in New Orleans and my first time at Tales, and I've been in this industry for fifteen years in the states, or maybe even longer than that. So it's sort of unusual that I wouldn't have made it down here uh, before now. But you know, just every summer something came up. Also. It's 100% humidity and 100 <laughs> degrees outside. Like, you know, who, who wants to come here? Oh, the entire industry wants to be here right now. So uh, I, Actu I... 
Actually, I am from Martinique, so, so oh, okay. I, I am used to humidity. So uh -huh. I, I kind of feel like home when I am coming to, uh, to New Orleans. Okay, well, I'm originally from the farmland of Illinois. So you think Chicago, right? Chicago is a very small piece of the whole state. The rest of it is hot and sticky and a lot of corn and soybeans. So, so I'm, also, I'm also quite used to stepping out and feeling like you need a shower automatically. So <laughs> this, is, you know, this is kind of just like home for me as well. So how long have you been uh, with, with Spearbomb? So I started in Spiribam in uh, in 2012. So it's already quite a while. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So 11 years. Oh my. Yeah, I'm not young in, uh, anymore. Oh, yes, but <laughs> well, you, you could fool me. Yeah. So I started 12, uh, 11 years ago as a, as a marketing. I I was the first marketing position of the company. Oh, cool. Yeah. So no marketing before. It oh, was just sales no and directors and so on. So uh, since then we we had like uh, two brands before. Now we are nearly we have nearly uh, 10 brands and uh, and yeah we we grew and grew and grew so i am the global uh, marketing director for uh, for spiribam and i am based in paris but i am from martinique and so then how long have you lived in paris all 11 of those years well i was born in paris actually oh, so, okay. so i was born in paris but uh, but i grew up uh, partly in paris and partly in martinique so uh, so both uh, both are uh, are uh, coming from my background. So aren't you my friend actually that told me uh, that someone is uh, someone from Martinique is called a Martinique? Martinique for the guys and oh, Martiniques oh. Martinique for the girls. For, thank you. Okay, well there we go. Well, it looks <laughs> you like learned something today. Well, I learned that from you actually the last time I saw you uh, yeah. in uh, Rhode Island last year or exactly. whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice to see you again. And uh, and you, what about you? Uh, how long have you been uh, with uh, Spiribom? Well, I've been with Spiribom in my position as the uh, Southern California market manager for let's see it was march of 2021 so what is this july of 23 mm -hmm. a little over two years yes. um and um you know it a lot has changed in that time for spirit bomb you know when i joined it was just a rum house and now look at all this other stuff that we're into with uh, the partnership with hardy and the acquisition of Cartron, the creation of Marigo bay you know i mean it's it's really an it's exciting time to be in but but um so that's how long i've actually worked directly for spirit bomb uh, but I've been a huge fan for a number of years. You know, I, I came up um, in Los Angeles doing, uh, you know, designing bar programs and, and being a bar manager and stuff like that. And um, in 2015 or 16, Kiwa, uh, who I knew, who was a friend of mine, uh, our our national director of marketing, for mm -hmm. those listening who don't know, Keila Bryan, superstar. Um, she approached me and and with uh, with something I had never heard of actually, Rum GM, and uh, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. I could make such a cool mai tai with this. And she's like, yeah, you can start there, and, and then the whole world opens up. So I ended up doing this uh, pretty cool, I thought, pretty cool pineapple mai tai, and it was successful enough that uh, several months later she came to me and was like, hey, great job uh, with your numbers. Would you like to go to Martinique? On a on a trip, and I'm That's like, well, wow, what's it going to cost me? And she's like, nothing. You get to New York, and we'll we'll take it from there. And I'm telling you, that probably was at that point. Certainly, now now I'm married with a kid, so I've got cooler memories now. You know what I'm saying? But but as far as vacations go, that was without question my very favorite vacation I've ever taken. And then, uh, so uh, I want to I, I want to ask you uh, to ask you so many questions. Uh, first, uh, what was your uh, first impression when you tested Rome Agricole for the first time? Mm. Um, funky, fresh, grassy, surprising. Um, you know, I don't know how it is worldwide, but here in the states, um, you know, there are there are three big brands uh, that kind of ruin rum for the average college student, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And so what happens is, you know, you get sick off something that is not super high quality, and then you blame rum for the rest of your life, right? And and so um, 
with that with that in mind, you know, I had found some excellent molasses based rums uh, in my um, experience as a bar person, you know, um, nice. and then and then Kiwa comes in and, and she's like, well, and she's explaining it to me. She's like, you know, cachaça. And I'm like, sure, sure. She's like, well, start there. Think, think that uh, and then taste, taste this like you'll be kind of shocked at at the difference. And uh, and so for me, my, my first impression was just overwhelmingly. Wow, I can make good cocktails with this, um, and uh, I know I can. And uh, and well, then she she said, "How about we try this?" And uh, she makes me a, a tea punch, and I'm like, okay. "Okay, all right, I'm sold." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, easy cocktail. And uh, and what will be the what will be your uh, happiest moment in Martinique actually? Ooh, happiest moment in Martinique. That's a that's a great question. So I've been a couple times now, mm-hmm. um, but um, boy, <laughs> you know, this last trip. Um, being able to see the GM property at, uh, 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 I can see the stars in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just so, so lovely. Um, and I have to admit the days on the catamaran, um, sailing around the, the beautiful, beautiful coast of Martinique and jumping off and playing with sea cucumbers and, uh, so on. Um, and then also this last trip, we did some dune buggies, uh, in and around um, the so GM property and waterfalls and, um, so, you know, the, the natural beauty is uh, is certainly um, something that, that draws me uh, to Martinique. And then, of course, there's, you know, this rum agriculture that, <laughs> that is, is just outstanding there. And uh, um, I, I learned the proper way to do a décollage uh, this last time, um, which apparently you have to follow it with very cold water. That's that's what that's what this man told me, and I'll tell you what. A few in, I thought he was right. You know. Yeah, we we call that uh, we call that a craze in oh, uh, in okay. Martinique. Okay. So just after your your tiponche, uh, just to to uh, to to set uh, to settle everything in, a craze it's uh, like a glass of water. Okay, got you. Okay, yep, that's right. So, yeah, um, yeah it was. Uh, um, the, ca- the catamarans are, are tough to beat. I mean, honestly, the the, the whole GM property. You know, when you come in there, um, and you see the huge red buildings in the middle of the jungle. I swear I hear Jurassic Park in the background. Da, always, da, da, always. Da, da, there are dinosaurs. Actually, this is, the, this is the music that I put in my stories every, every time oh, really? I arrive. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not unique <laughs> on this. I, I didn't create this. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought I made it up, but I guess not. Um, so, well, I mean, you've been in this industry for a long time. If, if somebody was considering coming into the industry, mm-hmm. uh, what, you know, of course, there's a lot that we would like them to know. But what's, what's one thing that, you, that you'd be like, hey, you should probably know this? I believe what I, what I would like people to know is that uh, this industry is a lot, uh, but it's also really welcoming. I, I, I enjoy, if I am, if I am uh, still here 11 years uh, le- uh, after, it's because I have encountered so many people that are passionate about their, uh, their job, uh, whether it be in, uh, in the field in Martinique, uh, working with a sugar cane, mm-hmm. or in a bar, uh, working with cocktails. I'm just talking with people who love what they do, and uh, if you want to, if you want to, to live in this, to, to work in this kind of environment, uh, that's the way to go. Yep, that's an excellent point. Um, as far as me, um, with that you know same line of, of question, mm-hmm. I'd have to say that uh, yes, it does look like we're having a lot of fun, and we are. We're having a blast, but don't mistake that for us messing around, right? It's I mean, a it's, lot, it's of a work. lot of hard work. It's a lot of, of follow up, a lot of um, planning, um, and yes, you know what? I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that it looks like we're having such a fun time because you know pulling something off like that, um, making it look effortless. 
Well, that's that's what I am good at. You know what I mean? And and that, yeah, I know that it's the same for you. But it's not it's not without years of trying. You know what I mean? It's not you you don't wake up and, and be able to be um, to be able to execute uh, in this business. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of stumbles and uh, a lot of um, ups and downs, a lot of a lot of uh, triumphs, and certainly a lot of letdowns um, along yeah. the way to become good at this. Yeah. I believe you. You have to. You have to have a, a discipline uh, because uh, because there is oh. so much fun around. There is so many things happening every single day. So if you are not disciplined enough, uh, you can be lost in this industry. That's really well said. Mm. Discipline. Uh, yeah. That, that uh, absolutely. Um, getting up and doing the work, not just thinking about it, but actually, you know. Yeah. Executing. Yeah. That's a that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of uh, energy behind as well. So uh -huh. so you need to you need to manage this because uh, because if you uh, if you party all night you still need to wake up uh, the, the next morning especially when you are in the brand side mm -hmm. uh, you need to you need to have some some meeting in the morning but also to meet uh, some uh, some accounts at night. So yeah, you need to have uh, to have a, a good balance for this. Yes, and, and you know sleep drink a lot of water, you know, things like this. I mean, <laughs> it, it seems ridiculous to even have to say it, but you, sometimes you have to remind yourself. I have, a, I have, I have like a, a triangle that I, that uh -huh, I have triangle. in my mind. Uh -huh. I can picture it, especially for, uh, especially for, uh, for events like this at Tales of the Cocktail. And I actually, I created this rule for myself uh, when I came first to Tales of the Cocktail is to always drink water and sleep and eat so if you if you reduce one you need to increase uh, the next one oh, aren't yeah. you clever? so if you if you because of of course we will be sleep deprived and so on because there is so much things happening so eat mm -hmm. more and drink more water well I, you know what i can tell you i need all three of those things right now my triangle <laughs> is just a dried up little fizzle <laughs> yeah but uh, i'm trying my best and you know um as far as folks that that don't work in the industry and have no interest in working in the industry, but they still rely on our industry for their, their fun times, I would say, you know, um, just, you know, remember that we are people trying really hard to, to really pull hard. this off for you. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's our joy. Um, so it's not like we're, you know, um, um, resentful or having a hard time with it. It's just simply like a little appreciation, a little patience goes a long way, you know. Yeah, I, 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 can, I cannot agree more. Yeah, yeah. indeed. So, um, so actually, for uh, for people who don't work in this industry, yeah. uh, sometimes we are uh, we are talking about uh, stuff that they don't understand about. What would be uh, what would be something uh, what would be something that you would like to to tell them? Uh, I don't know, if a misconception, a consumption, or something like this. You know. Well, um, you know, specifically for me in this role with with Spearbomb, it, it really is about exposure to agricole and that, uh, and, and I want people to know that, um, that those, those three brands that they, um, got, that they hurt themselves with when they were in college, um, that, that that's not representative of, of what rum is, uh, just in general. And then when we get into agricole, um, being able to, to spread the word that, that there's this delicious, um, generations long process that that takes place in the caribbean to to bring this to us um and you know the beauty of sugarcane and and um um the well actually the um the level of of expertise and professionalism and and cleanliness of of like uh the clement facility for example mm -hmm. um it's just it, it's like a, a, a science hall you know it's like a laboratory um everything is white and clean and and um i think that because lots of times uh distilleries are not as much right that, that when when you do a, a distillery tour, you know you notice that um, that things are dirty, right? Because we're processing everything. Mm -hmm. But that, we're that, working know, here. Yeah, exactly. We're we're, we're working here. Um, but that uh, 
that you know it's um, the exposure to uh, to agriculture. I guess is my you know my main goal here. I believe uh, if I if I had to answer the same question, I would say uh, to people to to be curious, to be curious about mm. what uh, what's behind uh, the brand, uh, to learn about the to learn about the people, to learn about the culture. When uh, when I started in uh, in this industry, actually, uh, no. Not even when I started. When I when I realized that 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 I wanted to work in this industry, uh, I was studying in uh, in Mexico, and in the middle of nowhere, we went to a liquor store, and I found a bottle of uh, rum Clément there, <laughs> and I was so proud, so proud mm -hmm. to t to tell all of my friends that uh, that this bottle of rum Clément that you could see there, it was coming from Martinique, so Martinique Island mm -hmm. uh, in the Caribbean, and then uh, I always enjoyed marketing, but I wanted to add more to my job. So I picked, I picked uh, Rome Clément uh, uh, to, be, uh, to, to be able to, to work there. And then if, uh, if you want to, if, if coming back to my first point, uh, asking people to be curious is because behind a bottle that you will be able to see at a, at a bar, there is a lot, of, uh, a lot of story behind. There is people, there is a culture, there is a expertise and so on. And a bottle of Rome Clément that you can see in Singapore uh, or in, uh, mm -hmm. in California or in uh, Nigeria, I don't know. It's a piece of Martinique that you can find somewhere. So, oh, how lovely. Yeah. That's, so the, that's, that's, uh, that's really thoughtful. Yeah. Be curious. Be well, curious let me and ask learn. you, uh, what, was the, what, what um, skew of Clément was it? It was a Clément Blanc 40% uh, ABV. Okay, great. So just yeah. entry level. Entry we'll, level. We'll get you started so up in expensive. here. Okay. So expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I still bought it with my uh, student money. <laughs> Good for you. And you supported that little local economy always, too. Always. And yeah, no, when I see when I see um, bottles, you know, in a strange place, I often buy them. I, if I don't buy them, I'll at least snap a photo. Be like, look, we're here too. Yeah. You know, absolutely. You know, when we speak about the size of tiny Martinique is the way you... you phrased it mm -hmm. um it's it is a very tiny island and I, I didn't realize until i did the math it's actually smaller than the city i live in yeah the city i live in is bigger than that entire island my metric my metrics are, are in uh, kilometers not miles but uh, uh, just for you to know it's like 80 kilometer long i don't know how many miles it mm -hmm. will be and uh, 35 uh, 40 kilometer large so yeah it's really a small territory i used to be able to do that kind of math in my head but some, somewhere or another some late night shift <laughs> it shook out of my brain somehow but it's for you. <laughs> but, we, but we can agree that that is tiny so yeah yes. um but yeah but, you know com coming into agriculture in los angeles on the west coast uh, i feel like i'm really at um you know really at the at the beginning of something very very special um, in in Southern California, um, you know San Diego County, for example, which is also part of my territory, is the number one rum consuming county in the country. And you would think, oh, Miami Dade or Broward, one of those in Florida, right near the Caribbean. No, 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 it's San yeah. Diego. Um, you know, it's a really wonderful beach culture there, and it's it's just a it's a very special thing to be at the beginning of it. Yeah. And uh, after after two years uh, two years at Spiribam, but mm. also uh, moreover with all your career career in the industry, what what uh, what will be uh, how would you describe your life uh, when you imagine it when you were younger? Mm. Uh, what is the difference with uh, your memories? Boy, well, I didn't I didn't start consuming alcohol um, until I was about twenty five years old. Twenty five. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, wow. I didn't drink it all in college uh, or in high school. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I had sips here and there. Mm -hmm. It just for me, you know, un under the age of twenty one, um, the the um, the punishments are pretty severe here, and uh, I just always imagined my grandma reading my name in the paper 
uh, being arrested <laughs> for underage drinking, right? You didn't or want for that. I did not want that. <laughs> um, and then actually, um, I was in Chicago and I uh, needed a job, and I started waiting tables at a brewery, and um, and I at that point I sort of began to fall in love with. Um, cocktails and the culture and, and so on. Um, and, uh, and I got to cut my teeth there with some really excellent, um, older, well now, now they're my age, they, but they, they seemed ancient to my 20, <laughs> 23 or 24 year old self. Um, yeah. Um, so how do, how do I, how would I find it different? Just that, like the idea of working in, um, in the supplier side of this industry, I never, never would have thought, never would have thought that. Um, yeah. I, you know, I studied acting. I have a master's degree in theater, for goodness wow. sake. Yeah, so, I mean, so you know, the, yeah, the idea yeah. That, that I would come back to this and really find joy and, and satisfaction out of it, it that, that's surprising. Um, so cool. Yeah. What about you? What, uh, is, this, is this how you thought it would turn out? Because you, you mentioned that you were into marketing before and then that you found, is that what happened? You found a, a good fit with this wonderful company that represents your, well, your tiny island? So actually, I, I picture it really well uh, when I started because uh, when I started uh, working, uh, I was in the cosmetic uh, industry. Oh, okay. And I and I remember I remember my uh, my general manager in a, during one meeting saying, "Oh, you know, you know what? Uh, at the end of the day, uh, we are just uh, selling lipstick." We are not. Uh, uh-huh. We are not saving any lives. So uh, calm mm-hmm. down, people. Uh, it's it's okay. It's just cosmetics. And uh, and then I and, and then I was like, yeah, but uh, of course uh, I'm I'm not a nurse. I'm not a doctor. So I'm not I'm not saving life uh, still. But um, but. Uh, being able to uh, be, being able to uh, to promote uh, to promote my island to promote some uh, really good product uh, mm-hmm. that have uh, so much expertise behind uh, it's uh, it's where I it's how I wanted to to do to, uh, and so that's why I, I shifted from the cosmetic industry to the to the spirit industry to be able to do so so yeah the picture was really clear in my mind I wanted to work internationally I wanted to meet a lot of people I wanted to work in marketing and. Uh, and then the extra step was to work in uh, for my country, and so I I did it. So it actually that's a really cool plan that I managed to create. Yeah, you knocked it out of the park. Seems like you just set them up. Okay, uh, marketing. Okay, international. Okay, cool people. Okay. Oh, even my home island. You know, yeah, my, my step by yeah, step. That's wonderful. That's that's congratulations. That's, Most people that's don't. That's why uh, eleven years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's true, right? Um, yes. What, what, what do you think you might be proudest of most in, in your life? Uh, well, it could be anything, I suppose, but how about in your spirit bomb life or in your life in general? Well, in my spirit bomb life, uh, I believe to, uh, to start with just two brands and to be where, where we are uh, mm-hmm. today. Uh, we, we have started an, av- an adventure together. Uh, I believe it's an mm-hmm. adventure. Yeah, that's an awesome way to say that's it. That's an adventure mm-hmm. because we were a, a, really small, uh, a really small team. So I was the first in marketing. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. it was uh, just uh, five of us. Uh, Benjamin Jones, that is a d- director of, uh, of uh, Spiribam USA. Mm-hmm. He was the only one in the USA when I, when I started. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been, uh, it's been uh, quite a while right now. So just to be able to, uh, to still be here and to see our brands develop uh, that much uh, in, uh, in so many countries around the world, I believe I'm really proud to be uh, part of it. That's wonderful. Yeah, and That's you? Uh, boy, you know, um, I, yeah, I would say definitely that um, it was during the pandemic that I uh, applied for this job and, and whatever. And um, that came about because I was there making breakfast for my wife and daughter. And, you know, I, I love making food for my family. And my wife comes up and she says, aren't you bored? 
And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm making you eggs. I'm not bored. She's like, no, no, no. Aren't you bored just waiting around for this thing to be done? You know, you could be working. It's just, you seem, you seem bored. And I was like, well, because I was I was in the bar industry, and I, I was actually running bar programs for a movie theater company. Okay. Well, you want to talk about an industry that was hard hit by the pandemic. Movie theaters, my God. Of actually, um, the, the, the one that I was working for, the, the location where my office was has closed. I mean, they're just, they didn't make That's it. That's crazy. Um, but, um, and, uh, and she's like, well, you know, what about, I, I said, she, she says, you know, do you want to wait around forever for the movies to open back up? And I was like, not really, I guess, you know. And, um. She's like, well, what about what about you know what Danny, who's my best buddy, he works for uh, our, one of our main competitors. But uh, <laughs> he's know. like, what, what? Yeah, you know him. Uh, <laughs> but you know, what about what he does? And I was like, huh. Well, I'll tell you, there's only one company that I would ever consider working for uh, in that in that capacity. And she's like, oh, Ben and Kiowa's? And I'm like, yes, it's called Sphere Ball. She's like, well, then call her, see see what's going on. Like, why not, right? And and I was like, huh. As I'm finishing up the eggs, I'm. Why not? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll just give her a buzz. So that was in December of, uh, I guess, 2020. And um, and then she said, you know what? Actually, at the beginning of next year, I think we'll have something available. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, hang tight or whatever. And look at that. Three months later, working working hard. I believe we all choose. We all choose to uh, to start working with Spiribam. So yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. Mm. Indeed. And and uh, then just uh, I believe to to finish uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm really curious about uh, your uh, your perfect n- night out because I <laughs> because at the end of the day <laughs> at the end of the day even if we are working hard we still need to play tell me about your uh, epic night I, I, out. I will I'll tell you about an epic night out um, and I can do so in in great detail uh, but I'll I'll flip right through it the reason why I could do it is because in such detail is because it, it happened yesterday okay. actually last <laughs> night was an epic night that's out that's really fresh uh, super fresh <laughs> now uh, I of course I imbibed some alcohol we're here it tells the cocktails uh, but no I mean uh, I, okay here's how it starts um, came here set up the set up the suite a little bit with with some of my colleagues mm-hmm. and um, then we go to Sazerac House probably the most famous bar uh, in New Orleans yeah, if not if not in the in the country everybody knows Sazerac House um, and um, got to see one of the hottest acts on the planet Sophie Tucker yeah. um, and if if the listeners are not familiar it's a, a DJ duo um, from I believe they're originally actually from Florida of all places, mm-hmm. uh, but they I know that they got sort of discovered or whatever in New York, um, and it was outstanding. It was it was everything that uh, that I, I thought it might be. You know, I, my sister in law uh, is maybe 15 years younger than me, and I, I asked her um, about Sophie Tucker. I said, "Have you ever heard of them?" She's like, "Oh my God, they are like you know they're she was crazy." Yes, so she's like, "You have to take pictures." So I took pictures, <laughs> and I mean honestly, I was as far you have some uh, proof. I, yeah, I was as far as far away from from her as I am from you um, right now. That's you know, crazy. Yeah, and so I take this photo and, and my sister-in-law loses her mind, right? And guess what? That was just the beginning of the night. So That, th- was, the, that was the beginning. There was two, two and a half hours about that of just really excellent dance music, just such a great vibe um, there with, with my people and, and with, with a bunch of other industry folks that also need to blow off a little steam, right? And um, then we, uh, we decided we're going to go to the Jack Daniels Journey Through Sound event where... Uh, where there were some awesome artists, and the headliner was Ludacris. Yes. Luda, Luda. This is where I met you. Yeah, that's that's yeah. That's, you yeah. you joined us uh, l- later in the evening there, um, and so you know, uh, putting on this really intimate show. There was what maybe three four hundred people there, if that, right? I yeah. mean, just really really um, getting to uh, to experience. And he he was such a great performer, putting on uh, such a good time. And then 
I get back to my hotel room where my wife and daughter are soundly sleeping and I'm, I'm trying to be as quiet as I can and I, I get in bed and I look at the clock <laughs> and it's not even midnight. <laughs> not even. Not even midnight. And but what I'm saying is, you know, I'm from LA, my goodness, when I go out, sometimes we see the sun, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like those, those are the kind of epic nights I, I have been used to uh, in, in, my, in my life. Um, but this one was particularly epic because of how how much fun I jammed into those few hours, how responsible I felt, uh, both representing myself and Spearbomb and my family, right? Um, and then actually, you know, crawling in bed uh, before midnight, it was, it was shocking. So, so cool. it may, may, that may not sound epic to a lot of people, but when, when your norm is watching the sunrise, you know, trying to get home. Uh, before midnight is uh, <laughs> yeah, perfect. It was shocking. Yeah. So what about you? You got a, got a fun fun night story to, yeah, to close I, us out here this has been fun yeah, that, yeah. that's really fun actually yeah. i believe i believe my uh, my perfect night it was this year it was this year in march uh, because every every year in march uh, we are uh, celebrating the clement Tiponch week uh-huh. and uh, and this year was a bit particular because we brought some uh, some bartenders from uh, from different countries in uh, in in martinique mm-hmm. and on march 16th which is the international Tiponch day mm-hmm. we had uh, an amazing amazing party at Habitation Clément, the birthplace of uh, Rome Clément. And uh, it, was, uh, it was crazy with a lot of people. I believe it was like uh, 500 people there. Uh, all the bartenders uh, had uh, a bar station and they were serving cocktails that they created the day before when we went to see some local producers uh, to discover some uh, local fruits and so on from Martinique. And uh, so it was, uh, it was amazing because a lot of Martinique people uh, came to the party to discover the cocktails from our international, international bartenders. The international bartenders discovered Martinique and uh, the, the culture of the party that we have uh, in the island. And then uh, after all this uh, massive uh, party, uh, we were just uh, all together on the dance floor uh, and ourselves uh, and then I was just looking at everybody smiling yeah. dancing jumping on the uh, on mm-hmm. the music on the Caribbean music and so on it was perfect so wonderful so yeah and this uh, this moment because we we've been waiting for a uh, for this trip uh, to happen since COVID, so to mm-hmm. know uh, to, to to see uh, to see bartenders coming from uh, from China, from France, from Sweden, from mm-hmm. uh, Hungary, from uh, from the US as well, it was perfect to to be able to be reunited because it was like okay. So we, we had some uh, really harsh uh, years. Uh, we were not able to uh, mingle and to meet people. But now we made it happen. We were patient, but we made it happen. And we are just having the best time of our life. Oh, that, that is a, that's, a, that's a lovely description of an epic night in, yes. in, an, uh, in a different way as well. You know, most of the mm-hmm. time when people think epic night, they think those movies where something burned down, burns down, you know what I mean, <laughs> and you get chased by the police. No, they don't all have to be like that. They can be very touching and, and yes. lovely like the one you just described. All about love, always. All about love. Hey, I couldn't agree more. Love of Rome, Martinique, Tiponge, people, bartenders, the industry. Well, spread love. It's the Brooklyn way. Uh, I believe it's, uh... it's It's the LA way, too. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Well, it's, nice been talk- it's been nice talking to you, Audrey. Me too, Nick. Thanks for joining us today. Learn more about the show, our guests from around the industry, how to submit your own conversation, and be sure to subscribe at sothisoneshift.com. This series is produced by Decoding Cocktails.